What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the DJLT show. Today, I got a very special guest with me. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. My name is Miguel Arduino. I am uh, planning to become a computer support specialist, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Awesome. And what is your favorite technology? As we all know that um, I like technology and you like technology. That's how come we became really good friends. So what would you say is your favorite technology? I would say my favorite technology would have to be the computer because it, it does a lot more. Um, you know, you can audio edit and do high-powered things. I'm all about the fast RAM and, the you know, all that jazz. It's pretty cool. So I would say the computer. Windows is my preferred choice of operating system. Yeah, we we always have debates where Apple versus Android and all that fun stuff. Once, I mean, I don't know if you could tell me this. Like, you know, we have fun debates. We talk about certain things that we both looked up. And, you know, you've really helped me look at uh, a different way of technology, especially during this quarantine. We, um, we actually met through... ISVI or school that we went to he doesn't go there anymore I still go there but that's how we really met and um, with that what would you say is your favorite thing about the, the Windows computer I would say one of my favorite things about the Windows computer is being able to download any software that you you want you know you're not limited I, I would say that you know i like also showing uh people how to use windows it's one of my favorite things to do as i showed leo i've showed him different things on the computer quick access i'm telling you is so much fun to use oh yeah i bet oh man i used it on my grandma's computer to help her out with uh with a program that she was having trouble with because, I mean, my grandma's not technology challenged. She's just, she needs a lot of help with it and she doesn't, I mean, she has security and all that jazz, but, you know, it's not the best. I mean, I mean, security's better than no security. Uh, what would you say is your favorite security program? My my aunt, she used to be a um, cyber fighter or whatever you what do you whatever you call them i i don't know what they're called like cybersecurity. she used to work for big companies so um i've told her a lot about what you've told me and everything and she she agrees so you're doing something right so what would you say is your favorite so uh, like your favorite security system honestly as a tech guy i use built-in windows defender um that comes with windows 10 i use windows yeah, Windows Defender, it's the built-in antivirus. The reason being, I am a visually impaired person, uh, and there is a lot of software that sometimes doesn't work with the screen reader now. They're, it's it's getting better. So I, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best to explore new software based on that, but I just use the built-in Windows Defender. Part of also having good security, though, is also being secure yourself you know don't go to suspicious websites and start downloading you know different programs always make sure to always if you can download uh your your software 
from reputable websites. Like if you want to download iTunes, you wouldn't download it from, say, I don't know, uh, leoswebsite.com. Not that I'm sure he wouldn't, you know, insert a virus, but you never know. <laughs> and that's a hard thing to know, especially like if you are somebody that is on the computer and you're just on there to like look at Facebook or whatever, you know, that isn't like really like you in the sense of like, oh, well, I can get a virus by this, this and this. I need to have secured, you know, I need to secure my computer and everything else. What would you, what would you say? Have you had any virus scares at all? Yes, actually about two years ago. I decided I was I was trying to download uh, Windows 7, not to install it on my computer, but to install it on a virtual environment. And I was trying to download the what's called an ISO image, which is basically an archive of a file that you can either burn onto a CD or boot it up into a flash drive by using the program. So I was trying to download the ISO and I clicked on this website that said, oh yeah, we can offer Windows for download. You know, we can offer this file for you. And so I installed, I put the installer on there and I was trying to, and I, I, something's been off because when I clicked on it, it said Windows 7 install, you know, download or whatever. So I click on it and all of a sudden my computer just starts opening random tabs on my browser. It starts opening the same program over and over again. It slows down and I had to go into uh, the recovery to not reinstall the operating system, but go back to an earlier point. Because when, you know, with Windows, it puts you, it's called restore points. So every time you install an update, a new piece of software, Windows creates a backup of itself so that you can restore it in the event that things like this happen. So luckily for me, I was able to enter the recovery uh, program that comes with every Windows computer and, you know, go back to a restore point before that. So yeah, that's that's just me. You know, I wasn't careful. I was being stupid, and I was very desperate to get my hands on that file. So that's what I get. <laughs> yeah, I guess you know, um, I lost my computer for a year and a half because I kind of I didn't do the same thing, you know, that you did, obviously, because I'm not. I mean, I am tech savvy, but why leave Windows 10 when I got you know? And I know Windows 10 has a lot of controversy, you know, like, oh, it wasn't good at first, you know, and all that, all that jazz, but, you know, I, I don't want to leave Windows 10 for no reason, but, you know, I, I kind of messed up <laughs> on, you know, with my computer, and I paid for it for a year and a half, I had a guy clean it out, and then took it to my aunt, because it still wasn't working, and she's like, oh, well, you know, they load stuff on here and trying to get you to buy this, this, and this, and this. And your computer was still messed up. You didn't do a good enough job. And I'm like, oh. And she's brutally honest. So, you know, it's kind of like... Uh-huh, yeah. So she, she'll she tell you, like, if your computer is messed up, she she's not going to lie to you. You know, and she's very secure about everything that she does online in the virtual world, as you do. So do a lot of people judge you for being blind and saying, oh, well, you want to be tech support? Well, you can't see the computer, so what? No, I haven't gotten that response, honestly. I've gotten a lot of support from my family and my friends 
Actually, as a matter of fact, I honestly think they're trying to score freebies with me so that, you know, I can provide tech support without paying the money. So that's all right. <laughs> but no, honestly, it happened. To, to go back on that previous topic of um, what I was trying to do, you know, I was, uh, maybe I could explain this later if you'd like, but I was using virtual machine to try to get Windows 7, you know, on a different, I'll explain that if you'd like in a bit, but we can keep, you know. Oh, we'll keep no. talking about. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if a lot of people listening right now, I uh, know what you're even talking about. I mean, I know. <laughs> I that figured. Um, I I kind of have an idea of what you're talking about, but uh, you know what? You can explain it. I guess you can explain it. All right. Well, let me finish my thing. Yeah, but no, I have a lot of support from my friends and family. So going back in the other topic of virtual machines, uh, there's a program that you can download on Windows and it's called VMware and it's it's a program that allows you to virtualize hardware. So let's say I want to install Windows 7, you know, they're going back in my example. I would download that ISO file I explained to you earlier mm-hmm. and I would put it into, you know, I would create a new virtual machine and ask it, you know, to create, you know, put out install Windows 7 as if I was installing it on this computer that I have here. And that way I don't have to buy new computers and have multiple I can run it off one software and it emulates your computer and you, you can even customize how much RAM you want to give it, which RAM stands for random access memory, for those of you that do not know. And it basically allows uh, your programs to run without RAM, your computer wouldn't even boot. So yeah, I, uh, yeah, so I was trying to do that, but you know, I ultimately got a virus because I didn't download Windows 7 from Microsoft's official website. I was trying to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That's the price you pay if you want to cheat. But yep. speaking of, so it's basically like two softwares on one computer. It's it's one software and it's, yeah, basically you can run, I have a, about 10 different virtual machines. I'm actually trying to get, well, I have a, also I have an operating system called Linux. It's way different than Windows and I'm trying to learn it for my, you know, I know when I go into tech and being a help desk technician or whatever, I know I'll need to be memorized or familiar with Linux, so might as well get my hands dirty now. Yeah, yeah. And you took a class for this? Still taking one, yes. I'm taking a, uh, it's called, it's through Coursera. It's this online platform, and for those of you that are visually impaired, it is pretty accessible. Uh, I took it, um, I'm still taking this class. It's called the Google IT Professional Certificate, and it's sponsored by Google, and it's supposed to take six months, but I'm being lazy and taking the slow way, you know. But you can't take six months if you put eight to ten hours into each course or class or whatever. It's six different classes, starting from the very basic to uh, computer administration, you know, managing different computers, different servers, and stuff like that. I haven't gotten there yet. I'm on the command line, which is where you type in different commands into the computer. Interesting. So, I mean... How long do you think you're going to take for this class? I know it's only six months if you put all the time and effort into it, but what's your plan? I'm probably going to take about, oh, I don't know, all of my bad. I'm probably going to take about eight to nine months just so I can take my time and learn the content really well. And also, as a blind individual, it takes me a while, too, because of my screen reader. You know, I can't just look at the computer and skim over it and scroll through. So, yeah, it'll take me a little bit longer than most, but I'll get it done. Yeah, and I mean, it's better to take it slow instead of rushing it and giving people the wrong support. And yeah. 
you know, they say that the turtle always wins the race or something like that, I think they said? Yep, yep. something like that. <laughs> well, if I get it wrong, please correct me, but people that are listening. Um, <laughs> but we have different devices. I'm an Apple guy, and you're an Android guy. Yep. We have very different opinions on certain things, and I... We have the type of friendship, like, with our whole friend group, like, on politics, technology, and whatever, where we're going to say what we want to say, but it's not like, oh, I hate you because you like something else, and that's just the bottom line, you know? So, a lot of things that he's pointed out to me with Apple, I've done, ever since this quarantine, I've done a lot more research into Apple and gotten my hands dirty on all the technology stuff and all that i even told my mom for christmas she got me an apple watch third generation i said mom i do appreciate it but you know the series three is eventually gonna go out of stuff i mean it's the software is not gonna be able to handle or the watch is not gonna be able to handle the software in the next two years so i'm gonna need a new watch or I go personally buy it myself. I don't know. But I do appreciate the watch. Don't get me wrong. And I bet, like, if your family... I don't know if this is true. But is your family like that, too? Like, if they get you a piece of technology, you know... You don't say this to their face. And I did tell my mom because she asked. But, um... She... Uh, do they say, like, oh, well... They get you technology and you're like, oh, well, um... You know, eventually it's gonna die out. Actually, no. Surprisingly, they always ask me what I want for Christmas every year. So that's kind of cool. So I know that I picked the best. I mean, it's not my money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so, always nice to spend your own mo- Like, it's always nice to spend your parents' money. It is. <laughs> yep, yep. So, I mean, they always ask me because a lot of time, uh, my sister sometimes, you know, my mom and dad are not the best at tech. So they ask me for the best advice. So I always do my best to edge my way towards the best <laughs> you know the latest and greatest but sometimes it's too expensive so i mean that's how it goes <laughs> with me yep yep and another thing that we did really bond on was that we both like to dj and hopefully when i do move up to chicago once you're near chicago you live in one of the suburbs and yep. eventually our friend group wants to move into a house and live together and you know DJ on the side and be on the radio. So what would you say is your favorite piece of DJ equipment that you have right now? So I currently have a DDJ 200 or whatever. It's a small DJ beginner controller thing. That's one of my favorites, but I also have a 5,000 watt PA system and it has lights and stuff. So that's also my favorite. So I guess two of my favorite products. So it's a good beginner set to start out on. So I'm pretty happy. Definitely. And I got a mixer for my birthday last year. And I think I, I it's been so long ago, you know, quarantine and everything. Um, I think I asked you what one to really get, though, right? You didn't. And I consulted you on the beginner. But, you know, your, your parents gave you a different one, which is okay. He has the DDJ 400, which is still a beginner controller, but it's also for advanced users. So it works out for him. And we both have different things. I just got the cheaper one because I wanted to get my hands on something cheap to start out on. But, you know, it's his parents' money, so 
they got it for him, if I'm correct, you know. Yeah, yeah they, so. they did, but, you know, it, it really doesn't... The thing is, it really doesn't matter about the price of... I nope. mean, it does when you buy it, but, like, for learning how to DJ and how to do all this, it doesn't... I don't need a thousand dollar mixer and say, "Hey, Miguel, ha ha ha! I got a thousand dollar mixer. You know, I'm gonna be better." That's not the case. And another thing too is, I have DJed in the past with one of my friends, way in the past, and I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to get something too expensive because I'm like, well, I don't know if I want to get back into it. You know, I have DJed in the past with my friend Stephen. He's not visually impaired. He's, you know, he's doing his own thing. Anyway, but he, you know, we both did and. I just didn't know if I wanted to get back into it, but I did, so I'm pretty happy. Yeah, we started, we DJed together one time at ISVI, and that was, it was a very interesting experience, but, you know, hopefully, you know, we can DJ in the Chicago area, and I know that's where, you know, a lot of hip-hop and rap and all of this stuff. No is. judgments, man. <laughs> yep. They're teaching me a lot about Chicago, and I mean, you know, different cities have different vibes, and I think Chicago just is very, very special, and, you know, I can't wait to go up there and see you guys again. Hopefully we can see each other before the three years that I'm planning to move up there, but, you know, COVID and everything. Fun, yep. So what DJ COVID. software do you use? Then? I go mobile. I use DJ, uh, DJ, whatever, the DJ Pro by uh, Algorithm. I just go mobile because it's the most accessible that I can get my hands on right now. And yeah, software for Windows, it's not the best. There is an add-on for virtual DJ, but I just haven't had the time to get a license or learn that add-on. So I probably should someday. <laughs> right. Anyway. I use both. I mean, I use the... Uh... DJ app, like Miguel said, and I use Serato Virtual DJ. The DJ app on Windows, I use the trial version. Only works for 15 minutes because I'm not paying the $50 for it. Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. I don't need it right now. I don't have any gigs, so... You know, and that's just the thing where if I had lots of gigs to support that, I would, even like with the PA system as well. I'm not going to get one right now because I'm not getting any gigs right now. So, I mean, unless if I want to annoy my parents with my speakers, but, you know, that's kind of fun. <laughs> I did that already with my stereo system. But moving on, what? I know you have an iPhone and an Android device, right? You have an iPhone? I do. It's a spare. It's a, kind of a trash away device test. Yes. Yep. So did you update your phone to iOS 14.4? It just came out yesterday. Yeah, that fixes new bugs. No, I haven't. I have to make storage for that update. I probably should. Yes. It does well, fix vulnerabilities. Have you done so. any research on it yet? Uh, I haven't. Actually, no, I haven't looked into that update yet. I want to see what Apple's talking about. I probably should, too. Well, um, I can tell you. I mean, I don't know what you want to think about this, but, you know... Every, all tech companies have their own, like, speaker thing. Like, you know, Apple has the iP uh, the HomePod. The Google HomePod. has the Google Home. Uh, Amazon has Alexa. Am I missing one? Uh, no, no. Facebook has, oh, Facebook. They have their own 
anyway, that's besides the point. They're on display on the wall. Anyway, uh, no, you're not. Not to my knowledge. Okay, so with iOS 14.4, they have handoff better like capabilities that are they've improved that so like if your phone is by your home pod the audio won't delay and a lot of people don't notice that but like for tech people like miguel and myself we hear that and i i, I don't have a home pod but like i've seen a lot of videos where it's delayed and i'm like Ugh. you know so better with that and bug fixes like you said always um, yeah, there, there's also a big security vulnerability that they found, but I'm not, I haven't been able to find out what it was. I should probably look it up, but, uh, you know. Well, there, everything there's... is not, I mean, every, anything can be hacked. Right, know? right. No, but it's like an exploit that they found. Yeah. That Apple's patched, so. And that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, did you see their AirPods Max that are like $550? Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah. I mean, hey, for those Apple fans out there, you guys can splash on all that cash. That's just, you know, your opinion. I won't judge. What kind I, of headphones you got? I have the Sony WX-1000 XM4. It, they're 350 Well, they dropped to 200 again, but I don't know how much longer. I think it, this is the last day that they'll be on sale, so that that won't apply when this comes out. Uh, so, you know, and I have the, you know, they're pretty good. Not overpriced, but also not too cheap. I like them. I like the noise canceling feature. I can ignore the world around me definitely when, you know, because I have nieces and nephews when they're in school, I can ignore them. Yeah, that's always fun. You know, I have a little brother at home, and I mean, it's nice to just put on a pair of headphones and just ignore the world. Why not? <laughs> it comes with an app, doesn't it? Yes, it's the Sony Headphones Connect app, and it is accessible to. For both Android and iPhone. Ah, there we go. See something, that, something that's accessible, right? Not a lot of apps are with Android and iOS, correct? Yes, yeah, they both have their own downfalls. Yes, yep. definitely. So. And a lot of voiceover improvements with iOS fourteen point four as well. Once I'm very surprised by because the guy that I follow on YouTube, where I get a lot of the information from. I barely hear him speak about voiceover and, you know, it came in this update. I'm surprised. You know, a lot of the mainstream YouTubers really don't because they're like, well, it doesn't apply. But in reality, mm. I think everyone should learn, even if you don't know what the accessibility features do on your phone. You should maybe learn, not how to use them, but at least know that they're out there. Yeah, like, for instance, with our teachers at the school, you don't currently go there now, but... um our teachers use a lot of accessibility th capabilities on their phone. And it's like, wait, you guys are visually impaired, though. And they're like, well, still, you know, you never know when you're going to need it. So they still practice to get on our oh, levels. Yeah, and that's yeah. pretty cool. So I, I think, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead, sorry. And I think that, like I said, you know, you don't have to know what they do, but just know that they're out there. And there are some pretty useful accessibility features, like the back tap on the iPhone. And, you know, that's an accessibility menu, but that's all people really go for. And then they go, oh, they don't need all this stuff. You know, you, you just never know. Maybe you should do your own research, you know. It'd be nice. That way people don't go, what? You know, when you talk about voiceover, what is it? You know, at least they're like, oh, yeah, it's that thing that blind people use to talk. You know, so that their phone can talk. So. Right. 
Definitely. Now, what do they call it for Android? On Android, it's called TalkBack. Yes, TalkBack. And they're like this uh, Microsoft Sam. Is that for what's that? Oh, Microsoft Sam. That was in the Windows XP era. That's uh, for Windows. That's a uh, voice that came with XP. You can still get it today. I, you know, I, I still use it on my computer from time to time. It's fun, but. Is he is he a screen reader? No, he is a voice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I've seen a lot of people like on other visually impaired podcasts that um, are out there. Sometimes they use Microsoft Sam, so I, you know, a lot of people get that confused. But yeah. I do challenge you, listeners that do have an iPhone or an Android, try try the voiceover or talk. Try back talk feature. back. Have fun. Try it because it's funny because my dad tried it one time and he used choice of words, but he's like, how do you do this? How do you do this? And I'm like, what? All you do is just swipe. It's not that hard. And he's like, yeah, it is. I can't do it. And I'm like, (laughs) you got to practice some more. You never know. You never know in this day and age if you're going to lose your vision quickly, you know, especially with us, like. You, what was your condition, if you don't mind sharing? I was born blind since birth, so I had no vision to lose. I was born with retinopathy of prematurity, which basically means that my retina wasn't fully developed. Like, the blood vessels in my retina were not fully developed, so I'm not able to see anything. I can still see light and some shadows, but that's pretty much it. Interesting. So... Yeah, and so you really had nothing to lose, so, you know, you just did voiceover and talkback, right? Yep, and it's free. Yeah. We all love free. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't get much of that anymore, but hey. Sadly. (laughs) So with everything that's going on with this pandemic, have have you really learned anything new, like with tech? I've been finding things to do, and I've definitely uh, explored more in the Windows settings and more. I've been doing everything to keep my computer running smoothly, and I've been teaching others like Leo and, you know, how to use different tech. And, you know, I've learned a lot from my class and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. Definitely. And with that, you know, I I learned a lot over the start of this pandemic once it's almost coming up to a year you know that's crazy of a year of being in this predicament yeah i heard that chicago's doing really good with their numbers by getting them lower and yeah we're dropping we're good we're opening our restaurants already i don't know about down there but up here everything's looking pretty good in our city looking... right now, we're in tier one. So I, I don't know all these ter- Like, I listen to the news and everything. But Me it's... too, but I never went, was able to wrap my hand around the bureaucratic tier one, phase four. I mean, the only phase I have is my own. So it's phase one, I guess, for me. But, uh, you know. Right. You and know, I don't know how much it is in the other parts of the country right now, if you're listening to this out of state. But with everything that's going on i know like florida they're tightening down on their vaccine regulations because you know they're like oh florida residents aren't get want to get their vaccine so you know 
vaccine chasers, that's what they call them now, um, like somebody came from in an RV from California to Florida just to get the vaccine. I've heard, yep. Vaccine tourism is a new trend around here. That's <laughs> yeah, crazy. That's what it's called, vaccine tourism, yep. It is pretty, pretty crazy. And another thing is like with our devices and everything like we always we always like to bring new things to the table like i say hey miguel did you hear this about ios did you hear about this and this and this he's like no i didn't explain it to him and you know what youtubers do you follow on youtube i guess uh to get your tech information from i follow the cnet uh gsm marina that's the uh, has a lot of phone reviews CNET has a lot of tech reviews as well, a lot of commentary. I also, a good source for tech, and I, I like them, it's called TWIT. It stands for This Week in Tech, and it has different weekly episodes. Like, if I remember correctly, I think every Monday, every Monday, I think they broadcast at 4 p.m., you know, Pacific, 4 p.m. Central, they broadcast everything about Windows. And there's one for iOS and one for Android, and it has over 30 shows you can go uh, to, I think, twit.tv is the URL. I'll have to give it to Leo so we can put it in the podcast notes. Yeah, that would be very interesting. I follow this guy named Brandon Birch. I don't know if I'm saying that wrong. I don't know if I'm saying his name wrong. But he goes over a lot of Apple stuff. He does some unboxings when, you know, Apple comes along and, like, new products and gives ios update information checks out the betas and everything else and i don't recommend doing a beta version on your main device what that means is like you use that day-to-day -day call whatever you lose icloud storage and all that jazz i don't think you really want to do that if you're a picture lover or a music lover so a lot of tech wizards have spare devices like you right miguel no, I've done betas on my primary, but I don't want to give out the wrong advice, so don't listen to me. <laughs> I well, guess I have nothing to lose. Right, you had nothing to lose, but like if somebody does, you know, just don't don't do it on your main device. Do it on a device that you haven't, you know, that isn't your primary. Once, you know, I'm trying to get there. I mean, I've had my phone for almost three years now. How long have you had your primary phone for? Uh, it's coming up on its third year. Holy cow. So we got the same phone. Well, we got a phone at the same time. Holy cow. When did you get yours? <laughs> November. Oh, I got mine in April, April 4th of 2018. Ah, awesome. I don't remember what day in November. I know it's in 2018 though. So my phone is kind of broken. I mean, it's not broken. It has a few cracks and you know, whatever, but it still makes phone calls still does zoom calls so hey it still works <laughs> you know use it to the yep. best of your ability but what would you say you are also an editor like for audio and all that jazz same with me you know obviously i edit some of the podcasts but some i really don't because if you edit like a lot of things in your podcast i feel like it's disingenuous like, all the ums. Okay, you're going to hear all the ums because that's how normally somebody talks sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's not good in, like, movies. You know, cut that part out. But <laughs> with 
you know, all this stuff, you might as well just say, um, well, uh, I'm not gonna... It's natural human flow. You yeah. don't want to stop that. That'd be, that'd be, you know, yeah. I mean, some editing is good if there's too many silences, I would say. You know, take out some of the pauses so that people don't get discouraged. But otherwise, you know, leave the arms in there. It represents as you're human, not a robot. Right, it'd be pretty boring if I just got rid of all the ums and all the like spaces i mean like just right there you know i didn't i just said um geez and sometimes people don't even know that like if they say um so what would you say is your big pet peeve about audio editing oh man i would say i would say that one of my biggest pet peeves is when the i don't know like I don't know. I really don't know. I haven't really had any. Maybe I would say when a file is too short and I, you know, because I use my keyboard, I can't really use the mouse. It, it's a pet peeve because I, I cut out what I don't mean to. Like, for example, if, if an audio file is a minute long and there's like 30 seconds of pure static, but the file, you know, needs to have that's not, not that static in there, but I need to cut that out. Sometimes I end up cutting out some of the words after the static, for example. So it's kind of one of my biggest pet peeves that I wish that audio editing was more, not accessible, but just, you know, more intuitive for us people with visual impairments. I, I wish know, that we were able to select. As being you know. your friend, I do know this because you always get on my case and Haley's oh, case about it. Audio screen, quality. Yeah, audio quality and screen recording. You hate it. You're just like, oh, it sounds compressed. You know, it sounds, you know, and I don't blame you for saying that because after training my ears, now I go into my car <laughs> and it's like, whoa, it's it's distorted. And my parents are like, no, it's not. It's loud. I said, no, the bass is terrible. You're going to break your bass like in your car. It's so bad. <laughs> Turn it down on the setting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I prefer good quality. It's okay if it's a little, uh, you know, compressed a little, but I don't like it when it's all muffled and you can barely understand. And a lot of people don't hear that, especially, no. like, because I think for sighted people, you know, they think, oh, well, I just hear music. It's okay. You know, yeah. they have that. They have all five of their senses. You, you don't. You have four, you know, and your ears are awesome you know so you can hear that yep have you ever listened to any of my episodes to be honest i haven't looked it up yet i have to put it into my podcast uh podcast app so i probably should do that shouldn't i i probably should yes <laughs> <laughs> well i did well you're my second guest so i really don't have a bunch of episodes out but the first one i thought was pretty good quality so maybe he can come back on the show and give me some more advice on audio quality. But as with, there are different file types called Wave, MP3, M4A, and more. They all have their different properties. They do. Of, Wave and, is the highest quality, you know, although a, a large size. I mean, I, one time I recorded a minute of audio and it came out to like 9.7. Megabytes. Anyway, that's just me speaking. <laughs> wow, that that's that's I pretty know, big pretty for an audio though. file. 
it's mm. pretty high quality though you you get you know you get good quality at a higher storage but if that's what you need that's what you need definitely yeah all these and a lot of people just don't know they go on spotify and apple and overcast make sure you guys go check it out and you know they they play the play button and you know they hit play or whatever and they're like oh well i can hear the audio that's it no there's a lot more that goes into it i have to add music i have to add the intro i have to make sure you know a lot of editing goes into these podcasts and i'm so thankful that i have a lot of people that actually listen to my podcast miguel you probably should (laughs) (laughs) yeah he hasn't had the time he's been doing his class like he should right (laughs) i should but no i'm just kidding yeah (laughs) well thank you for coming on to my podcast it's been 35 minutes the way i want it to be um next week or in a few weeks hopefully we're i'm gonna get Haley again and miguel on the line on the same time and um talk to them and us three have a conversation because all three of us are friends and we're the friend group as you guys can tell from the episodes but do you have any social medias that people can follow you by or do you want people you guys can follow me on twitter uh so it's Miguel, M-I-G-U-E-L-O-R-D-U-N-O-N-O. No, sorry, six. Uh, that's all I'll give out just because, you know, and if you guys have any other questions, you guys also give out my email. It's Miguel and then O-R-D-3 at Outlook.com. I'll, I'll give Leo all this information so we can put it into his notes for the podcast. Yes, all this information will be in the description of the podcast and it will be in the description of the YouTube video and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all that jazz. So thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys go follow me at Twitter at DJLT and Instagram at DJLT, YouTube DJLT. And make sure you guys hit the follow and subscribe button on the DJLT show Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for your time. If you guys want to back on the show, let me know. Let me know, okay? Thank you, guys. Thank you. Like I always say, I'm DJLT. I'm out. Peace. On to the next one.